Welcome, everyone. Welcome to all our family, church family, and to any visitors. Over the last few months, we have been looking together in the scriptures about what it means to be fruitful, to be a fruitful people. And uh, I remember at some point anyway, near the beginning, um, I was talking about, it's all about filling the world with God's glory and his goodness. And that means being fruitful because God has chosen us as his people to be the ones who, through whom he shows his glory and his goodness. And so when we're bearing fruit, we're bearing fruit to show God's glory. And I'm sure I quoted at some point Isaiah 27, verse 6. In days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit. That's what we're looking for, filling all the world with fruit. And yet notice it begins with Jacob will take root. Now Jacob and Israel are one of the names that is used for the covenant people of God. So really, it's talking about us because the church is now the new Israel of God, the new covenant people. And, and so it's saying the way the whole world is filled with fruit is through the church taking root. Because don't forget, fruit above is always dependent on the roots below. Fruit above depends on the roots below. There's a great scripture about this. You can find it in 2 Kings chapter 19, verses 29 to 31. It's also in Isaiah 37, because this is when the prophet Isaiah prophesies to King Hezekiah. I'm not going to take time to look at the context, but I think there's something really prophetic here for us. It says this, 2 Kings 19, verse 29. This will be the sign for you, Hezekiah. This year you will eat what grows by itself, and the second year what springs from that. But in the third year, sow and reap, plant vineyards and eat their fruit. Once more, a remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root below and bear fruit. Notice that above, root below and fruit above. For out of Jerusalem will come a remnant and out of Mount Zion, a band of survivors. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So it ends with the renewal and transformation of our world, but it begins with a remnant taking root. The renewal of our world begins with a remnant taking root. That is a core group of people who, who have been through a lot together, but they're still standing. And, and they're a core group of people who are, put, are putting down firm roots. And I know not everybody has been, is familiar necessarily with our recent journey as a church. But as I was reading this, and I looked at this, this first year, this, and then the second year, that, and then the third year, this, I thought back to when we moved from 2018 into 2019, we were focusing on the altar and then moving to the foundations, getting our hearts right and then establishing foundations. As we moved from 2019 into 2020, we were talking, yeah, okay, we've got to establish the foundations, but we've got to also make sure the gates are open. That yes, we've got to be clear, but now we've got to make sure our focus is outward and that we are a missional people. Now in this strange year in 2020, our roots have been tested. When the supports, the normal support system have gone, we've, we've been tested. What's at the roots 
of our life. And I believe as we go from 2020 into 2021, we're moving into a time where we've got to plant the gardens, plant the vineyards, and see that fruit um, filling the world. And it starts with making sure that those roots are firm, those roots are strong, those roots go down deep. Not only that, um, notice this by the way, being rooted does not mean being static, because in this passage in Two Kings, they went out from Jerusalem, they went out from Mount Zion, so in the kingdom at least, being rooted does not mean being static. But I have a challenge for us, folks, as we move into a new year, leaving the past behind us, things are going to get better, they really are. As we move into this new year, are we going to be people who put down our roots down deep, who don't just, like in the first year referred to here in Two Kings, they just took what was off the surface. Are we going to be a consuming majority, or are we going to be a creative minority? You see, the church is infected by a disease that's in the world. It's called consumerism. We can just be consumers taking off the surface what's put there for us, or we can be that creative minority who actually contribute to what grows in the garden. We're actually growing the fruit because our roots have gone down deep. Are we going to be a consuming majority just taking off the surface like they did in the first or the second year? Or as we move into this new year, are we going to be that creative minority who, who, who work hard, who get our hands dirty, who, get, who send our roots down deep? Will we be that core people, that remnant who will put down their roots? Because remember, fruit above is dependent upon roots below. The roots determines the fruit. You see, God doesn't just look at outward appearance. And it's so easy, isn't it? It's easy for all of us as consumers, especially if we're not careful, to just try to change the outward. But we need to go to the inward, to the depths. If we take care of the roots, the fruit will take care of itself. And God is interested in what's happening at the roots of our lives, what's happening in the hidden place, the secret place, beneath the surface. Do you remember when Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount is teaching on prayer? He says, don't be like the Pharisees who just do the outward stuff, who stand on street corners to show off. No, go into the secret place. Go into your room and close the door behind you. And the Father who sees in secret will reward you. So... God the Father is looking at what's happening at the roots of our lives, the hidden place, the secret place. And I want to just talk a little bit about what that might mean. What's happening at the roots of our lives. And yes, it's about having a real authentic prayer life, that matters. But it's, it's as part of that rather, rather than being different from that, as part of that, God is working on the roots of our lives. And the Father who sees what he does in secret, what he's looking for are signs of his Son and of his Holy Spirit. Because we've been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. We've been brought into fellowship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so he's looking for marks of the Son and that scent of his Spirit. Is that at the roots of our lives? Let me explain a couple of things about that, that I, what I mean. There's a beautiful prophetic passage about Jesus dying for us on the cross. It's got a dark beauty to it. It's Isaiah 53. Let me read some of it to you, just the beginning of it. It says, it grew up, he grew up, talking about Jesus, before him, the father, like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we would desire him. 
He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Of course, it goes on to talk about how he bore our sins on the cross. But because of that, he saw the fruit of that. He saw his offspring and rejoiced. The fruit, though, started with that root out of dry ground. And it didn't look very attractive. There was no apparent majesty in it. You see, folks, to be rooted means, like Jesus, our desire is not to impress others, but to serve others. Our desire is not to impress others, but to serve others. Jesus came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Now, we cannot bear the sins of the world like Jesus did, but we can bear one another's burdens and we can serve our community at cost to ourselves. To be rooted means we desire to serve others. There's another passage in Isaiah about Jesus. Uh, Isaiah 11, I love this one. It says, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. That's Isaiah 11, verse one. Of course, that's speaking about him, like that stump, that tree that's cut down to its stump. It's talking about the cross. But of course, it then brings forth shoots and bears fruit. That's talking about the resurrection. Jesus gives birth to a whole new world and to a whole new people. From his being cut down in crucifixion, it leads to his new world in resurrection. And we, of course, are called to follow in the same way as him. We're called to follow that way of death and resurrection, that way of the cross. Take up your cross and follow me. And to be rooted means when life cuts us down, we grow again and we keep bearing fruit. We grow again, we keep bearing fruit. There's a radical resilience to us. And uh, I, just think about it for a moment, just think at the moment of some people that you know are really, really fruitful in their good lives and in their good works, whatever it is. I, I'm, I'm, I've got some people in, in mind now, I can see them, my mind's eye. And each one of them are people who've experienced great pain and great challenge in, in life. They've been cut down and maybe still in some ways are being cut down and yet they bear fruit. To be deeply rooted and to carry the mark of Jesus is to be those who when we're cut down, we still keep growing and we still keep bearing fruit. So there's something of the mark of the sun, but it's also something of the mark of the spirit in somebody who's deeply rooted and the, the father looks for. And um, Relevant to that, there's a great passage. I love this passage, and it's relevant to what we've just been saying about a tree which is cut down and yet bears fruit still. It's in Job chapter 14. I absolutely love this scripture. Follow, read it with me. Hopefully, it'll appear on the screen. At least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again, and its new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in the ground, and its stump die in the soil, Yet at the scent of water, it will bud and put forth shoots like a plant. See, folks, there's a place that is deep within you. There's a spirit within you, a river of water running within you that no matter what the circumstances and no matter what the condition of your soul, it's still there. To be rooted means you learn to draw from a deeper place within you 
than the current condition of your circumstances or the condition of your soul. You see, we've encouraged in recent years, and rightly so, we've encouraged people to be transparent, to be open and honest about how they're feeling, what they're going through, what they're facing. And that's absolutely right. But alongside that, we must put this truth, that there is a spirit within you, that no matter how you're feeling, no matter what you're facing, no matter how much you may have failed, there's a spirit within you still crying out, Abba, Father. And when, I don't know if you've been like me before now, at times I've come, and I'm, I'm talking about our individual lives, not just our corporate lives, but I've come together for corporate worship sometimes, and I've been feeling rotten. I've been feeling terrible. I didn't want to worship. I didn't want to talk to anybody. But I, and, and you know, you can get resistant and hard at that time. But as soon as the worship starts, <laughs> as soon as they just start strumming and playing and the worship starts, there's a spirit within me. No matter how I feel, no matter what I'm facing, it cannot help but spring up and worship and give thanks. And it doesn't, I'm not being unreal. I'm not pretending those feelings are still there, those circumstances are still there, but there's a spirit within me. And someone who's deeply rooted has learned to draw from that deeper place. Let me just finish with this scripture related to that. It's Jeremiah chapter 17, verse seven. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water, that sends out its roots by the stream. This is the mark of the Spirit. It does not fear when heat comes, whatever the circumstances. Its leaves are always green. It has no year, worries in a year of drought, no matter how barren, no matter how empty, no matter how dry you're feeling. It never fails to bear fruit. You see, folks, the renewal, again, let me say again what I said at the beginning. The renewal of our world begins with a remnant taking root. Seeing the world filled with fruit is in some extent anyway dependent upon a remnant of people, a core group of people who've been through stuff but who stand together and send down their roots. They're deeply rooted because they have a deep confident trust in God. They have an inner strength that they have developed from drawing upon that inner river of the Holy Spirit. They have a fundamental resilience. When they're cut down, they keep growing and they keep bearing fruit. And they have the mark of servanthood because they're not out to impress others, they're out to serve others. And these roots below will determine the fruit above. Amen. God bless you, folks. Mm -hmm.